tubular. Bogus. Bodacious. Radical. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hidden Doors and High Scores, a podcast where four dudes talk about video games. Uh, we have been gone for a couple weeks, but we are back and we are ready to talk about this gnarly game. I'm Austin. I'm Garrett. And I'm John. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I'm not going to do the voice anymore. Uh, <laughs> Which is a, uh, it's a, it's a beat 'em up. It's inspired by the, you know, the arcade cabinet game that we all grew up playing, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it just came out pretty recently, and um, uh, it definitely feels like a, a spiritual successor. Like it, it just absolutely nails the arcade beat 'em up feel for me. You can play single player, but I think the coolest thing about this game is is that it's up to six player co op, and you can play as all four turtles plus. Uh, who else can you play as? You can play as April uh, O'Neil. Yeah, April O'Neil. You can play as and Master Splinter. Master Splinter. That's the other one. Duh. I never played as him, so I didn't. I forgot. Oh, and you can unlock Casey Jones too, right? Which is sweet. All your favorite Turtles characters. Yeah, even better than the original arcade cabinet, which was four player co op. This is six player co op. Yeah, and it's split screen or online. Super cool. This game is very simple. It is. It's just an arcade beat up I don't know that I have much to say about it other than I fucking loved it. And, uh, yeah, it, like, it's not that complicated. It's a lot of button mashing and there's some combos and stuff, but. Yeah, I would say there's, there's more moves than a regular arcade game. Like, literally before you start the game, that shows you the tutorial of extra moves that you can do. You're like, you can do slides, flips, like, jump attacks, jump special moves, like. There, there's more than a basic game, but it is still pretty simple. Still very basic. Even with knowing all that stuff, I, I definitely was just, I was just spamming the attack button the whole time. <laughs> throw, oh, obviously, in some, mixing in some jumps here, here and there. Like it's, it's not that complicated. There's co-op moves where you have to like jump kick into them, and then they hit you, and you roll across the screen. Really hard to pull off. <laughs> yeah, really cool when you pull it off. Though. Really cool when you pull it off, though. Super sick. <laughs> totally bodacious there's two modes on it there's the story mode which is 17 levels and there's secrets in the levels uh, and then there's arcade mode where you get three lives and if you get a certain amount of score you can get more lives and it seems like you can only get one continue and then the next one it kind of kicks you out but you can if you're playing co-op and there's people still alive you can just exit the game and come back in and drive back in so almost endless if no one dies. Yeah. And the story mode is definitely like you can play like three or four levels and then it like it'll save your progress and you can leave. There's an XP system and your characters like level up and get better. Uh, it's not exactly an RPG. There's a set thing like as you beat up guys and do combos, you get points. And then, you know, at 100 points, you unlock jump super attack and at 250 points you unlock like the ability to like double jump in the air or something and i'm totally making these numbers and and things up but essentially you know you, you slowly unlock new abilities going through the campaign 
which is cool, but it's character by character. So you, you literally have to level up Donatello and get all yeah. those things. And then if you want to play again with Michelangelo, you got to do it all again. And each guy can get 10 levels. Uh, and you, I think about the course of the game gives you enough experience to get 10 levels. So you'd have to essentially beat it that many times to get every character to level 10. Which I tried to do. And then I ended the, my play session, went back into the game, and four of the characters I got to level 10 were at level 3. So I oh, stopped. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the game definitely has a couple hiccups in the uh, programming <laughs> side of it. It feels a little bit like they pushed it out without really testing for all the bugs. Yeah, because I know we definitely, we, we were going through that one arcade mode and it just like, was doing like random things and then quit us out. Bosses are invisible to one character and not everyone else. And it's just, you just have to sit there. That same bug has occurred for me once through every playthrough I've done with a co-op player. So the boss will go invisible to one of the characters and then the other player is still fighting the boss. So you're just jumping around like, where is he? (laughs) I only played local co-op and that never happened. So uh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, let's talk about the uh, people who left us all these wonderful bugs. <laughs> so developer <laughs> of this fantastically perfectly made game <laughs> is uh, Tribute Games. Uh, independent game developer. They're a Canadian. Uh, 2011s when they were created. A couple of the guys who created it are Ubisoft uh, ex-employees. Things they've worked on, I guess, have been Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. And Great game. The Game Great and game. TMNT. Legitimately, I can't tell if Garrett was being serious or not about calling. I'm very serious. If you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game is it's it's a beat em up. It's an arcade style beat em up of the entire story. And it's great. All the bosses, the evil exes. I absolutely would play that. I freaking love that movie. Uh, Let's talk about the story of this game. I I finished the story mode of this game. Did anybody else finish the the whole story? Yep. I did, too. The the cutscenes right. are. Can anybody very short. explain to me what the story is other than they not at all? Hijacked <laughs> the Statue of Liberty and turned it into a big evil uh, robot. Spoilers. I. That's all I got. And also, Shredder does get his revenge for a second. Spoiler. It's literally just a greatest hits of like turtles villains, and yep. you just yeah. beat them yep. up. And there's like some dialogue that doesn't make any sense, and the story makes no sense whatsoever. And it doesn't matter because it's a turtles beat em up, and it's totally yep. radical. At the end of each level, there's just a still frame shot of like the bad guy running away, and like a word bubble of dialogue, and that's it. Yeah, like, and it okay. doesn't matter, which is very not... true to yeah. <laughs> the arcade yeah. games of the past. <laughs> not what this game is about, anyway. So who cares? Yeah, let's let's talk about the combat, weapons, special moves. How tough was it? Annoying enemies. All the characters feel very similar. Uh, except maybe they have longer reach or a little quicker. But their super moves essentially do the same thing. Some of them can move while they do a super move. Some of them stay still, but like Casey Jones, for example, takes up the entire screen with a super move. I felt like Donatello. Donatello's character I played the most, and the reason I did that was because I felt that reach difference. Dude, that's who I played too. Radical! (laughs) 
uh, I felt like Donatello had a significantly longer reach than any other character. Like every other character felt like I had to be on top of the enemies to hit. And Donatello, I could hit from my absolute miles away. And uh, yeah, so I ended up just sticking with him basically the whole time. I felt like if you were playing solo, uh, the hardest difficulty is actually a little difficult. Which I think is called gnarly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, gnarly. And I, I really liked April O'Neil. She's really fast. She can flip away. And some of the bosses, you just, you have to not get hit because they take up like half your health. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty disappointed playing through the story mode on like the regular difficulty. Um, I just thought it was way too easy. And I, I don't think that's the case because I'm a super veteran gamer. I think it's just a pretty legitimately easy beat em up. Like you can get hit 15 times in each level. And then like, even if you go down, somebody, one of your friends just goes over to you and wafts some pizza under your nose and you come back to life <laughs> right away, which like great design, great touch. I played the first two or three levels on like whatever normal difficulty and then cranked it all the way up for the rest of the time. Like, and I still don't, yeah. I still don't think I had to try a level more than two or three times on the highest difficulty yeah. like but i didn't need to i was having fun the whole time like I, I didn't want a challenge if you have six people in your game with you this game is not it's impossible to be hard <laughs> yeah i feel like they don't they don't correctly increase the difficulty based on the players i think i it's... didn't feel like there was any difficulty scaling from one to two at all yeah and with four people like literally someone can just do their special and the other three can taunt and get their specials back in like standing right next to the person doing the specials so they're totally invincible you just have specials taking up the entire screen the whole game and yeah we should we we haven't done this but we should just play a run without using specials i think that would make this game way more interesting <laughs> yeah honestly it, it yeah. actually make it a little like challenging yeah yeah i would say the total length of the game is two hours at yeah, best. shorter than that uh, hour and a hour hour and a half if you're playing like, if you play the whole campaign on gnarly you'll have to redo a few levels That's, oh yeah uh, okay never mind i'm gnarly Maybe on gnarly i'd say two hours if you're not playing on gnarly yeah an hour and a half at best that's about it. i think i think it took me just over two hours to beat it solo they tried to add some replayability because they made in the story mode every level has three challenges um and some of them are like beat the level without getting hit once and some of them are things like which are ridiculously difficult but you know possible uh and there's other stuff where it's like kill 10 enemies using traps and so you know if you don't complete those on your first run through the story like if you're a completionist it's pretty fun to go back and like try and make those things happen definitely gives you a little bit of replayability but i don't see replaying this game you know more than more than twice there's just not that much variety in the gameplay and the combat and, and the levels. But the fact that you can get six people in really opens it up. Like if everyone has it, just, yeah, we, we always run into that problem because we always have four player games. So if someone else hops in, it's a new one to add to the Rolodex. I loved the, I mean, I didn't even play it with six players, but I just love the opportunity to, because how many other games can we do that with? Overwatch, and even that, not anymore after the next couple months. Yes. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> and uh, just for, for science's sake, I tried this game out, uh, not just with my friends, but I tried to just load into a public lobby online and play with somebody, and I was in a game in five seconds. Oh, that's pretty good. With five other players, 
Um, I didn't have any connectivity issues. I mean, there were still some of the visual glitches that we've talked about yeah, already, sure. things going invisible or enemies like coloring out as though they're dead and still up and walking around and attacking yeah, you. And sure. Some weird stuff like that. But for the most part, like it was a pretty seamless experience of just being able to like pop into somebody's game and start playing. So this is even a game you could play if even if you don't have a gaming crew to roll with. Um, should we talk about the music? All right. So um, the music for Shredder's Revenge was composed by a guy named T. Lopez, who's uh, Portuguese. And um, he's been making a lot of music for a while, but only recently started doing video games. He did a game called Major Magnet, and then he did Sonic Mania, um, which I don't know if anybody played that. It was free on Epic a while ago, and I played it and thought the game was okay, but thought the music was excellent. Um, He did a great job in that game of capturing, like, the era, you know, like, like the Sonic, the Sonic games are from. And I think he did the same thing here. Um, like he kind of like he was going for the sound of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which is like, you know, kind of like upbeat late 80s, early 90s, like synth, not synth pop, really, but like synth rock with some like actual instruments layered in, which is which are mostly just a bunch of guitar tracks. Um, and then the only difference really to me was the fidelity. Like this is clearly hi fi, whereas that old stuff was lo fi. And I, I thought it was great. This is going to be a first uh, on uh, Hidden Doors and High Scores that Garrett has a lot more to say about a music than I do. <laughs> Slightly more. But I think they like nailed the 90s arcade style sound. And there's a couple hair metal type songs. Uh, there's one called Mutants Over Broadway and one called Panic in the Sky. And I suggest anyone who likes Turtles check out those songs. They're amazing. They're the two songs with lyrics in them. And they're so good. I just, I had a smile on my face the entire time playing those levels. And the final boss song, it's called a Dish Best Surf Cold, uh, is a great metal final boss song. Definitely check out all those songs. It's it's just great. It, it brings a smile to my face. Agreed 100%. Those were three of the four songs that I wrote down to point out. Uh, the only other one is um big apple 3 p.m which is uh the second level in the game the first level is like kind of like this introduction it's like teaching you how to play the game kind of and then it goes out and it just lets you loose and this like synthy upbeat like guitar solo thing starts happening and i was like oh my god this is so good like it just took me (laughs) took me back to nickel nickel playing the teen the teenage ninja turtles arcade cabinet man like it's it sounded exactly like it i think this guy absolutely nailed the sound of this game those other songs i imagine are on some of the like hover bike or hover skateboard levels Mm -hmm. because yeah those levels all had kick-ass songs yeah Yeah. um the music it's all fucking excellent it's so good the thing is that this is the first time we've reviewed a game where I, I felt like the music was like really high in the mix, like above other sound effects. So the game gets kind of loud, to be honest, because there's especially when you're doing things like you're doing your super attack or whatever, and you're hitting a bunch of enemies at once and it's all making connecting sounds and they're all making getting hit sounds. And there's just there's a lot going on that seemed really intentional, like like it's supposed to be upbeat and kind of chaotic and 
it just nailed it. I love it. It's a, a six-player multiplayer game. Of course it's going to get chaotic. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to be fair, if you're playing a beat-up, I want to hear it when my stick oh, yeah. connects with the bad guy's <laughs> face. No, 100%. And like, and not only that, like the feel of those things. Like, like We've talked sort of off the record about like crunchy combat feels in other games. And I think this game like had such a satisfying hit effect like i felt every time i was hitting an enemy to sum up the music is fucking amazing (laughs) all right should we go to final thoughts yep yeah so i think this game is uh it delivers exactly what it promises on the tin it is a is a punchy satisfying box full of nostalgia um the fact that the campaign's only two hours long at best uh, is not something to really recommend it for $25. Also, some visual glitches and dead guys still attacking you and bosses becoming invisible is pretty bad. The worst glitch that we had when we played was that we were an hour into a, like an arcade run, which you got to play through in one session, and the game just froze up, and we all just had to force quit. Mm-hmm. And that is a brutal loss of progress, and in the words of this game, a major bummer. Uh, and uh really all i can say with that is i really enjoyed the game for all the the nostalgic feels that it gave me i don't think for two hours of campaign it's worth 25 bucks i think if it goes on sale for 10 i think it's worth picking up or i mean if you're just craving that nostalgia buzz with some of your friends maybe it'll be worth it to you but i didn't think the gameplay was compelling enough or interesting enough to warrant a $12 an hour price tag. Currently I'm 11 hours in and I have played this game through with multiple friends. Um, This is purely a nostalgia bomb and I loved every second of it. I, I personally would pay 25. I love turtles in time. I played the arcade game a ton. So I, I loved it. I, I probably will play it again if someone else gets it. If you kind of want an arcade feel, it's a little buggy. Yeah, I could see you waiting for $10, but I feel like it's a game that's it's either for you or not for you. So I'm, I'm going to recommend it at $25. I loved it. Despite the bugs, I loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't... I, I played like a little bit of the campaign, didn't go through all of it. I didn't... Because I kind of started playing campaign and then we decided to do the arcade mode with, uh, I think it was five of us or four of us, whoever it was. And then it just, I, I don't know, I didn't, we didn't get a clean run the entire time. Like it just was glitch. I, I couldn't see the boss. Someone else couldn't see the boss. Enemies that are grayed out are still attacking me. The gl- uh, the glitchiness of it was just not, it just didn't impress me. I, I, I did enjoy it. I had fun. It was a fun game to just sit there and smash attack constantly. Like, I mean, hell, that's, that's fun in any kind of beat em up style game. It's great. But the glitches aside, I, I couldn't wreck it for 25 unless they fix it and clean up a couple of those bugs and errors that they're having. But right as of now, no, I do not. I don't recommend for 25. I'm with Garrett here. I got caught up in the nostalgia wave. Fucking loved every second of it. I'm going to keep playing it. I played the, through the campaign with one character. I'm going to play through it with all of them. Like, I just I loved it. The story is nothing to write home about. I don't care. I don't care because I want to run around as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and beat up bad guys. And I don't give a shit about the story. I never ran into any of the bugs because I I didn't, I never played online. I mean, I, 
I played through the game solo and then local co-op and there were I had no bug issues at all. I didn't play I didn't even try the arcade mode because I was having too much fun playing the story. I loved the set pieces, I loved the music, I loved everything about it. Everything about it, can't recommend it enough. At $25, absolutely. Less than that, even more absolutely. I love it. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here at Hidden Doors and High Scores. Next time, we are going to be talking about Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Garrett. And I'm John. And I'm Chris. You can find us at HDHS Gaming on all the social media platforms. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for notifications about our episode releases. And check us out on Twitch to see what we're playing and talking about. All those links and a link to our Discord will be in the show notes for this episode. Come and join us on Discord and send us questions and comments and hop in and play Turtles with us with six people because that's fucking awesome. Um, We hang out there and play games there every night and we like it when people join in. I totally keep dibbling those radical babs. start.